Welcome to Epic Radio, a new show for young people. I'm Blair Steelinger, and I'm excited to spend the next 15 minutes with you introducing today's show, our mission, and our participants. The name EPIC is actually an acronym, Every Person in Christ, and reflects our mission of knowing the truth and having the passion to live it out. During our show, we will explore how to approach the challenges we face in our everyday lives by discussing various topics that are relevant to young people. Today's topic is selfies. Please be sure to visit our website, epicdmr.org, and send us a topic you would like discussed. Or you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Our show is driven by you, and we want to be talking about things that you face and that affect your life. Okay, so today I have with me... Matthew Pope. Gloria DeMora. Miriam Bethencourt. And I'm Andrew Nichols. All right, thank you all for joining me today. I'm really excited about our topic today, so selfies, um, and in general, the me culture. So can any of you speak to what the me culture is? Um, Well, so increasingly in our generation, we're finding this tendency to revert everything to ourselves. And it might be involuntary. You might not even notice that you're doing it, but you might see a picture of someone and be like, I wish that that were me, instead of saying, oh, that person's beautiful. And I think that happens to all of us, but it's becoming almost praised in this society. Just focus on yourself. It's all about you. So I think that's basically what the me culture means. Yeah, I think it also means, like, it matters how much you look, how good you look compared to others, how many filters you know how to Mm. use, um, and sharing that with others, and it centers it completely on yourself, or, oh, that person looks like this because they use this filter, so let me try that out and see how that works for me, so. (laughs) Yeah, and I think a tell into that, too, is just uh, followers and those people that are looking at uh, the things that you do that make you feel important, you know. 40 or 50 people have looked at my story down on Instagram or I got 62 likes on my photo and that somehow ascribes worth to us and we're actually missing the point that God gives us the worth, not those social media apps. So you mentioned some of the places that we look for self-worth, you know, um, what are some others besides the Facebook likes or Instagram? I mean, there's, there's Snapchat. Um, there's there's a thing called WhatsApp, and that's constant chatting. So const- having the need to constantly feel as though you're speaking to somebody else, to almost avoid feeling alone mm. or feeling as though you have no one to talk to, when that kind of takes us away from just building friendships in person, that face-to-face interaction. I think it's also, um, like, you look for self-worth in other people. Like, you compare yourself, like I said earlier, But not just the people you know, like the people you don't know, like people that you follow on Instagram, um, whether it be models, I don't know who you guys follow, but like you're constantly comparing yourself. Mm. Well, it sounds like a losing battle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just a bit. And I think that's another thing about the me culture. A lot of the times it is centered on yourself. And a lot of the times you are not very confident about yourself so it might be it's all about me but me doesn't amount to much Mm. so it makes your makes you really really sad and that's 
we we see all the time, and especially girls that we've noticed that girls just look at other girls being um, beautiful with edited pictures, Photoshop pictures on Instagram, and they compare it to themselves. And they're just not like that because it's almost impossible to be like that. And so they, they feel down and they feel like they have no self-worth. Right. I think we mentioned the ability to edit your life and to really just take that photo, that selfie, as many times as you need to to just get that photo that looks perfect. Yeah, I think it's interesting how the aspect of wanting company and the more you do to look as though you're secure, the more insecure you actually become. Hmm. Because that void is really a relationship with Christ. That's what you really should be striving after. Instead, we're looking for the secular means. Those things that we can see, the instant, the immediate. And those things are often just faulty. They give off a false sense of security. I think for guys, too, I've heard... um just seeing posts and stuff from other guys who've said, like, when you're using filters and stuff, that's not how they look in real life. So when they see them in real life, they're like, oh, well, that's not her. That can't be her. She doesn't look like the same person. And it puts this false notion of, oh, everybody has to look like this. Everybody has to look perfect. Um, and I think that's something that uh, guys are more based off. I don't know if Drew and Matthew can speak more to that. But um, I think that's another problem with selfies and, and taking pictures in general. Yeah, I think what, for men, I think the biggest thing is that certain men expect the way certain women look. So it it yeah. presents, say, an assumption that women have to be a certain way, they have to dress a certain way or act a certain way yeah. for a guy to appreciate them or give them attention. And that just creates issues on both sides, I believe. Yeah, that kind of leads into pornography and kind of how the pornography in general will just distort the mind in general and just kind of twist the man's image or women's image into something that shouldn't and would not in God's own eyes be such an action that doesn't make any sense but the the act, pornography will twist the mind and create an image that should not be existing yeah about twisting the mind about that it's actually biologically like scientifically it's not it does harm to your mind and talking about the likes and the stuff you actually receive a dose of dopamine which is a drug found in cigarettes and it's highly addictive but when when you get a like um when somebody shares your picture or watches your video um that gives you a dopamine so you become kind of addicted to it and without it you kind of, you crave it. You want some more likes. You want some more, and without it, you get kind of insecure, and um, you feel unstable. So there's this increasing amount of people that, without the certain amount of likes, without this constant um, finding of self-worth in your images, in your videos, then they feel like they're not worth anything. So it's interesting. It's like the conversation becomes satisfaction, that we're we're all about satisfying the appetite, right? It's hunger, and then of course lust is playing into that in our culture now. But even just again going back to gratification, just having the ability to see even five or six, you know, we judge that. Well, five or six likes isn't that much. We want I want more, and it just becomes a hunger, right? That can't be satisfied. It's a very interesting uh, theme that seems to play out. There's a lot of theology to speak to that too. I think in terms of having a relationship with God, and in terms of feeling as though my faith is what defines me. Jesus is what defines me, not the things that are perishable. 
So you're speaking to that a little bit, Matthew, but um, for our listeners, where can we start to look for self-worth, for true self-worth that's not going to just vanish after we stop getting likes on a photo? This is just a, a minor application, but I feel like it, it carries volumes of worth. But one thing that I do in the morning is, used to I would just go to my phone. That's the first thing I would do in the morning when I wake up, just to see what text I have or notifications. But now what I do instead is I just I keep it on airplane mode, and I just open up the scriptures, and I spend time mm. with the Lord every morning. And that itself has changed my perspective of what I'm looking for in the day. Am I devoting it to God, or am I devoting it to myself, and what gratifies me, or am I glorifying our Lord? So I think it's a good question to ask the listeners, like, where are you receiving your self-worth? Like, where am I finding my self-worth? What am I seeking in this? We're not at all saying that Instagram's a bad thing or that taking selfies in itself is a bad thing. It's how you do it and why you do it, the intention behind it. Mm -hmm. So when you're posting this stuff, you have to think about it. Like, why am I posting this? What am I seeking um, especially from other people. Are these people really interested in what I'm doing? Like, this is something that we need to think about in today's society and in our culture. Yeah, definitely. Again, let us reiterate, we're not saying that social media is a bad thing. Um, I have WhatsApp. It helps me communicate with my family that's all over the world, my sisters in Spain, California, Venezuela. Um, I can talk to all of them, but it definitely becomes a problem, and I think everyone in my family can relate to it, that sometimes we can't let go of our WhatsApp. <laughs> and we, my, sometimes in my house we talk about how we spend so much time talking to everybody that's out of state. Sometimes we don't really talk to everybody that's right in front of us. <laughs> so we have to really focus on why we're doing it. Are we doing it because we can't stop? Are we doing it because we're getting gratification out of it? Are we doing it because we're getting self-worth? Or are we just doing it because you can talk to your sister out of state? Yeah, I feel like the I guess the silver lining behind all that is like you were saying before about how these things aren't inherently bad. It's just the way we use them. So like for instance, for our listeners, you know, our Instagram page, follow it, you know, our Facebook page, <laughs> like it, you know, and, and keep up with us and visit those things because it, we can we can use the things for evangelism. Those things can be good and influential. And in some ways maybe the more that we share about our faith, hopefully over social media, the more we push out the bad. The things that we're hoping people take heed and, and don't do that just center on the ego. You know, and rather center yourself on our Savior. And I think that um, for all those who are struggling with self-worth, take a step back and, and really find your worth in Christ and really look back at your life and realize that you're created and loved by Him and that you can't find any worth anywhere else because he made you he loved you there's no value that can be placed on you so you're priceless you're worth so much more than society deems you to be and so much more than that picture says there's so much more to you than a picture yeah um i would definitely suggest like if if it's still lent this recording was during lent i would suggest taking some time and fasting from social media take a break from it this is one of those pillars of lent actually take a break from social media just Walk away. I know it's kind of hard to do that with some of the streaks and all of that. But actually find some time. Maybe maybe just notice when you take a look at your social media. Actually look and take take a step back and actually say to yourself, wait, why am I actually doing this? Is it because I'm bored? Because if I'm bored, why am I praying instead? Yeah, I think that's something we could probably do yearly. You yeah. know, we could actually, because most people give up maybe Facebook for Lent. Uh, or they try to reduce the amount of time they're texting or whatever. Maybe go to adoration more. And I feel like 
uh, overall, those things are always healthy for our faith life. To to just maybe put away the world a little bit and take on heaven instead. Yeah. Yeah. So we talk a lot about putting away the world and um, you know just kind of going to God. But what are some ways? practically that we can go to God I know Matthew you mentioned in the morning the first thing you do is you read some scripture but I wonder if anyone else has some ideas about ways that we can just kind of take a step back and start a relationship with God continue our relationship with God wherever you are on this path well I was actually talking to my sister about this and she gave me some advice that I found really helpful she said if you want to start doing something, in this case, prayer um, or spiritual reading, um, pair it with something you like to do and something you already do. So she told me, when you come home, instead of going to your iPad like you do, um, right before going to your iPad, say, I'm going to do 15 minutes of spiritual reading. And then look at your iPad as sort of a reward if you need it. and just do what you normally do. That way it becomes as habitual as a thing that you're already doing and that you like to do. So that's a key piece of, key piece of advice that has really helped. Um, so um, kind of what uh, Marion's been saying. Um, this is kind of a difficult thing just to kind of pick up. Um, just kind of stop like doing kind of like a fast and actually kind of picking up like the Bible for it. Don't try and beat yourself up for, like, constantly missing it. But do try and be aware of, like, I didn't do it. I should have, but I, I should continue to do it. It should be, don't be too hard on yourself, but be serious with what you do with this. Well, and I think something like that brings up, it can be great to have an accountability partner or somebody in this with you who wants to look a little further. Maybe it's a sibling. Maybe it's a parent. Maybe it's a friend. You know, somebody who can help you day in and day out continue this um, new habit that you're trying to form. And, um, you know, I think in the end, even after a day, maybe even after two days, it's something that's going to really feel rewarding of, huh, I didn't really worry about posting or um, the reaction that I'm getting. I'm more focused on the reaction from God and my relationship with him and so I feel like there's even I mean as far as as this is concerned some of us may feel that we grieve the spirit we've committed a sin by being so drawn into to social media and these things but I feel like there's there's counsel and confession even uh, speaking to the fact that um, the priest can help you overcome these things. Like you feel if you're overwhelmed, you know, we're like, oh, I can't get out of just looking at my phone. I'm so addicted. Or and these things are those are real issues. It's become a real problem in our society. But there is always help, and the church always gives that help. And spiritual reading and devotions and, and devotions to saints, for instance, there's always assistance that that we have access to. And just to remember that you might be listening to this and. You might be saying, oh, yeah, I can't believe people are so addicted to their phones. Like, who would ever do that? Um, that's happened to me before. And then I realized, oh, I'm just as addicted <laughs> as they are <laughs> because I can't get off of the Instagram or YouTube or Netflix. Um, so just keep in mind that sometimes we try to separate ourselves from the, the, these problems. We fall into them just as much as anybody else does. So do seek counsel if you realize um, 
and like Matthew was saying, don't find ways to solve the problem. So maybe we can pose a challenge to our listeners this week of put down the social media for, I don't know what's reasonable, a day, a night, <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, and see how you feel. And, and maybe pick up some scripture instead or look up a saint of the day, you know, and just see how you feel and maybe spend some time meditating on when is the, when has the, uh, when I, when have I felt truly worthy and like truly my best what was I doing at that time and um, I think that will kind of point you in a direction that um, you might want to go in the future so um, that's it for today thank you for tuning in and uh, listening to our show Um, just a reminder send us your questions um, at our website epicdmr.org and tell your friends and family about this radio show Um, We will have a podcast on iTunes that you can check out, and um, hopefully we will be able to post some resources on our website for different spiritual meditations or books of the Bible to get this journey started for you if you are still looking for a place to go. Um, So before we go, let's close in uh, prayer. Um, Matthew? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear Lord, thank you for the ability to seek help when we need it. Um, we know that this is a, a can be a minor thing, but it also can be a very major. And we just pray uh, that you would just give us a spirit of realization, uh, that we would put away those things uh, that distance us from you, and that we always cling to you, Father. We, uh, we thank you and we praise you for your goodness. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. St. Dominic Savio. Praise God.